I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson. And earlier this week, I spoke with George Will on the show. Of course, he's one of the most influential writers and speakers, uh, Washington Post columnist and author. And we talked about a host of different things, uh, including his new book, American Happiness and Discontents, The Unruly Torrent of 2008 through 2020, uh, really looking at over a decade of lessons learned here in the United States of America. And there were just so many great nuggets in there that I wanted to go back and highlight a couple of those as we round out uh, the show today and uh, send you off onto your weekend because uh, Mr. Will shared some some great points uh, in this conversation. And one that I want to start with is we, we hear so much about binge watching in the world today. Uh, George Will had a, a little different thing to maybe we ought to think about binging on. I am so tired of hearing that the new social media have replaced books as, as the great carriers of ideas. I'm told I have a Facebook page. I've never seen it. I'd never tweet. Uh Someone from my office twice a week tweets a few snippets from my columns. That's it. Uh, I've got better things to do than tweet, and that includes what the better things are to read. It is time for some good binge reading, not just binge watching. Uh, would do all of us a little bit of good, I think, to uh, to shift that. And then, of course, we hit the all important topic: uh, no interview of George Will even counts as an interview of George Will if you do not ask a baseball question. Uh, and so I did ask George Will a baseball question, uh, why it's the right sport for a constitutional republic. Well, it's it's the right sport for a democracy because democracy is, is a, a, a system of the half loaf. No one ever gets everything they want. Compromise is necessary. In baseball, uh, the best bet, career batting average was Ty Cobb's 367, which means he failed more than 60% of the time. Mm. Every team goes to spring training, essentially, unless they're the Orioles, knowing they're going to win 60 games and knowing they're going to lose 60 games. We play the whole six-month season to sort out the middle 42 games. And if you win uh, 10 out of 20, you're definitionally mediocre. If you win 11 out of 20, you got a pretty good chance of playing in October. So it's a game where uh, it's a severe meritocracy. At the end of 163 games played in 183 days, 62 games played in 183 days, you are your record. Don't tell me you're better than that. You are what your record says you are. I love the fact that George Will says it is a severe meritocracy. You are your 
record. Uh, and for those of you who may not be severe baseball fans like some of us are, uh, when Mr. Will was talking about 60, 60, and 42, that's how many games are in a major league season. And so he's saying that the average team is going to win 60 games. You're going to lose 60 games. And then it's those middle 42 games. And if you win a, a few more of those, you're going to be playing in the playoffs in October. Uh, and if not, you're just going to be very mediocre. Uh, but I love this idea that you are your record. Like there's nowhere to hide. There is nowhere to uh, shrug your shoulders or point fingers or place blame. You are your record. And I think that's uh, something we need to look at more in our uh, political elected officials. I think it's what we need to look at in our businesses. Uh, you are your record. Uh, you are your results. And you just can't point fingers and place blame. You have to be responsible. It is a meritocracy. And too often we're, we just kind of shrug things off. It's like, well, you know, bad luck here, bad luck there. Uh, baseball is different. You got 162 games to get it at figured out and show what you're worth and show your value. And we need more of that. And then we need the accountability that goes on the back end of that, by the way, which we often don't have in business. We don't have near enough in our communities and we definitely don't have enough uh, in our elected officials. We have to have the accountability there. Well, finally, I want to go to uh, George Will on what gives him hope for the country's future. And I, this is really important. Take a close listen. I think that American people are, are fatigued with being furious all the time, I think they're they're eager for someone to come along and say, take a deep breath and relax. I think the American people, you know, at any given moment of the 331 million people in this country, 325 million of them are not watching cable television. They're they're getting on with life, fixing the screen door, cleaning the gutters, raising children, and uh, they're just not an angry. We're not an angry angry country. We are not an angry country. We get angry. We get upset. We'll yell and scream and we'll protest and we'll do those things. But we don't stay that way. And I think uh, George Will was right that the American people are fatigued with being furious. If everything we read on our social media feed is clocking out at an 11 on the outrage scale, if we're always looking at what is giving us angst or making us angry, uh, that's not who we are as a nation. Yeah, we get upset. Yeah, we have big debates and roiling conversations, or or as the Democrats called it today, eloquent ambiguity is the word of the day. Uh, two words of the day, I guess that would be, uh, that we, we do have those moments, but we don't stay that way. And I loved how Mr. Will pointed out that at any given moment, out of the 321-plus million people in this country, most most of them are not watching cable news. Most of them are not obsessing about whether someone is a Democrat or a Republican, whether they are liberal or conservative. Uh, they're out there working hard, raising their families, making a difference in their community, community coaching a little league team, helping a neighbor in need. And that, my friends, is what should give all of us hope in the future of the country. Uh, we spoke yesterday with, uh, uh, listened to a clip from uh, Senator Ben Sass from an interview he did uh, with The Atlantic. And he talked about, we've got to just remember that politics is downstream. It's community and culture that are the things we have to get back to. Because uh, if we stay focused there, the downstream stuff will take care of itself. But we, we've got it all backwards.
and we're we're trying to push things upstream and the politics and the the campaign jargon is not where we need to be and so let's let's do what uh, George will asked us to do just take a deep breath today as you get ready to roll into your weekend just take a deep breath it's a beautiful fall day i think falls uh, upon us and that is a great chance to step back it's a great chance to to look at the beauty of nature it's a great time to reflect as seasons change. That's always a good time for self-reflection, uh, not uh, figuring out what's wrong with everyone else. It's a chance to look within and figure out what's going on with us. And then we can take a baseball analogy and, and recognize that even the best baseball players fail 60% of the time, uh, and they get paid a lot of money to fail 60% of the time. Uh, I used to always try to convince my mother that my math grades were really quite good if I was a major league baseball player, uh, even though I was getting a C. Uh, but but we really do have to get to that uh, position in that space where we can look at things just a little bit different. Just get a little perspective this weekend. Deep breath. Uh, look at the beauty of a Utah fall day, uh, and then think about what really matters. And let's lay down our fatigue of being furious. Uh, let's make sure that we're we're looking at the things that do matter. Uh, and if you're in doubt of what to do, uh, don't binge watch something this weekend. Uh, binge read something this weekend. Uh, or just take a long walk and just think a little deeper and a little better. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And stay with KSL News Radio throughout your general conference weekend. All sessions will be broadcast on KSL News Radio along with special programming. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.